Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Just a uh, quick note. Do you know when you go to Google uh, and search Herbs to Your Health, and then it comes up that you can click on the website? It didn't used to take you to the website, but that has been fixed. So now you can go to the website. And the uh, update is that all of the positive reviews are now posted on the uh, website, www.herbstyourhealth.net. Our address is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue, Greensburg, Our phone number is 724-836-7440. And oh, by the way, we also sell rice bags. And they have um, saved me for many, many years. Only reason I have a microwave, heat it up in the microwave for four minutes, roll it up, put it on your neck, on your back, knees, whatever. Never did put it on my knees, but uh, neck and back, definitely. We have some Silver Shield success stories. One person said it healed her heartburn. Another one said it healed her knee injury. And another one said it fixed the back injury along with liquid chlorophyll. So Silver Shield, it's kind of like giving your body a second immune system so then your body can do the healing because the body heals itself as we know a friend of mine uh, nephew 47 years old had a like last year had a heart attack Uh, this past week had a stroke and she called hysterical and said what what can i tell him what would help him I said, well, first of all, he has to discontinue drinking alcohol all day long. Um, The second is eat a healthier diet. And the third is ditch the stress. She said, yeah, he's probably unwilling to do any of those. So that's, those are really the first places to start. But I have some other ideas that might help. While the brain functions as the command center for the body, our heart is more like the fuel center, even though, as we know, it's only about the size of your fist. Just think about that, how much work it does. As the main organ of the circulatory system, it's connected to an incredible network of blood vessels, including veins, arteries, and capillaries that link it to every single part of the body. There's not too many places blood doesn't go. It pumps oxygen and blood out through the network as well as carbon dioxide to the lungs to be exhaled. When healthy, the heart will pump at the right rate and the right rhythm controlled by the heart's electrical system to provide our bodies with the exact amount of blood it needs to function optimally. So how do you know if your heart is healthy? Well, um, you know, tough to measure it. But when your heart is functioning as it should be, assuming you don't have any other health problems, your energy levels will be good, breathing will be unrestricted, 
Your heart should re recover its normal rate easily after exercise. On the other hand, if you are easily fatigued, have difficulty breathing, or find that your heartbeat doesn't settle down, um, you know, you could have something wrong. Turmeric, or as we have it in the shop, well, we have turmeric in the shop. It's in IF relief. Um, curcumin is the active ingredient of turmeric, and uh, it's, a, it's a compound, I should say. And it's responsible for the bright orange-yellow coloring of turmeric. It's also what gives turmeric its powerful anti-inflammatory properties. It lowers inflammation, which is really good for your heart. Um, it can help protect against pathological changes associated with atherosclerosis. Um, it does so many other things for us. It helps the brain. It's really good for the liver and the digestive system. And cinnamon, cinnamon is the, I guess, they consider it the world's most popular spice. It's very sweet. It is um, very aromatic, as we know. And it's very, very good for um, lowering blood sugar if you have diabetes or not getting diabetes if you don't have it. Garlic is our all-star herb spice. It um, has organosulfur compounds like allicin that are responsible for garlic's distinct flavor and provide it with a health-boosting punch. I just um, cut into a garlic bulb that had dirt on it. So you know that was fresh. It just stayed fresh because it had dirt on it. It was from somebody's garden, so I really appreciated that. Um, another one is fenugreek, a clover-like herb. It, the seeds have a sweet maple syrup-like flavor, and actually it smells like maple syrup. Fenugreek does, and it's very also very good for lowering blood sugar. Um, there's another, well, it's called niacin. It's, a B, it's vitamin B3. It's a biomolecule required by all forms of life. It functions as a precursor to NAD, another enzymatic cofactor in hundreds of metabolic pathways. Niacin is called a vitamin because the body can only synthesize it slowly and therefore requires a small but adequate amount from the diet. The reason we cannot synthesize adequate amounts of niacin can be traced back to evolutionary pressure, kind of the reason why our bodies don't manufacture vitamin C. I tell somebody that just about every day and they say, well, how was I supposed to know that? <laughs> well, I'm telling you now, so now you know. Um, over millions of years, niacin was readily available from plant and animal-based foods. So our, our bodies have evolved to rely on this substance. However, larger amounts of niacin than the minimum are required by the body, and they are helpful, 
because they allow our metabolic pathways to function at full speed for optimal health and to prevent disease. If you're taking B-complex, you're getting vitamin B3. It's one of the B vitamins. Uh, and you can take NAD. We have NAD at the shop as well. Niacin prevents and reverses a variety of diseases and other conditions, including arthritis, ADHD, many forms of mental illness, cardiovascular disease, aging, alcoholism. That's the uh, build W or whatever the guy's name was, the alcoholic, um, took vitamin B3. Um, Alzheimer's, cancer, MS, kidney inflammation, Parkinson's, PTSD, a variety of skin conditions. Uh, it can help the body recover from infection and reduce the risk of long COVID. Okay, when I just said that Bill W. took niacin, I think he really should have taken adequate doses of all the other essential nutrients, vitamins and minerals, and a healthy diet that avoids sugar and processed foods, or maybe sugar is your sometimes food. Um, since life is short, you know, eat a cookie every now and then. <clears throat> um, it can reverse a variety of diseases. There's this thing called pan deficiency disease. It means that deficiencies of vitamins and minerals contribute to a wide variety of conditions. Some vitamins are needed only in small uh, microgram or milligram daily doses, but others such as vitamin C and niacin are needed in much higher doses, depending on the body's state of stress, inflammation, and disease. The optimal dose varies with the person and the state of inflammation and disease um, because biochemical stress in the body depletes vitamin um, and mineral and everything and it causes deficiencies, which in turn can cause many different types of diseases. So that's why we take our program every day. It is very important to be able to eat so you can take them. I just talked to a young man. He said, uh, my wife is not, not eating. She's very worried. She doesn't sleep. He said, but she feeds the kids. I said, oh, you know, that's great that she feeds the kids. So congratulations. But you do not sit down to eat with your children if you are not going to eat yourself. So uh, force, force yourself to eat. I've said that many times and then, you know, when somebody says it to me, I'm like, I can't. Okay. That happens very, very rarely. Vitamin D is another one that helps protect the brain. It supports growth of new brain cells and encourages removal of amyloid before it leads to Alzheimer's. 64% of Americans don't have enough vitamin D to keep tissues fun functioning at peak capacity. Isn't that a sad statistic? Uh, it protects against neuroinflammation and neurodegenerative disorders. Higher vitamin D levels are associated with reduced disability and cognitive impairment following a stroke. I'm going to say that 
it helps you not have a stroke in the first place. But see, in the case of the 47-year-old, such a bad diet and alcohol for lunch and dinner and then all evening um, is just leaching any good nutrition out of his body. So I would say, you know, if I'm 47 and I had a heart attack and then I had a stroke, um, I would that would be a big wake-up call. I would say the very first event would have been a wake-up call, but that's just me. People are different. It is his body and his choice. Um, vitamin D is primarily known for its role in promoting calcium absorption from the intestinal tract. It helps to maintain adequate levels of calcium and phosphorus in the blood to enable the mineralization of bone. Without sufficient vitamin D, bones become thin, brittle, or misshapen. Um, did you ever see people with um, naughty fingers, bent naughty fingers? That's a sign of, it almost looks like rickets. I don't know what rickets looks like, but um, it reminds me of something like that. Rickets is misshapen bones. Um, but you can tell that people don't take enough vitamin D3 and other nutrients. The benefits of vitamin D do not end with the role it plays in maintaining proper calcium and phosphorus levels. Vitamin D3 positively affects the immune system. It promotes anti-tumor activity. It helps modulate the immune system. It protects the body against cancer. Insufficient levels of vitamin D may be linked to an increased susceptibility to other chronic diseases like gum disease, MS, chronic pain, depression, schizophrenia, seasonal affective disorder, peripheral artery disease, um, type one diabetes, and many autoimmune diseases. Uh, vitamin D plays a protective role in preventing heart disease. Very few foods in nature contain vitamin D. It's found in fish like salmon, tuna, and mackerel and fish liver oils, um, but it's also found in some cheeses and egg yolks. And particularly if you get your eggs from a farm, they are delicious, I must say. Um, <clears throat> vitamin D3, as I said, well, these were studies. Um, if you have a deficiency, you're probably gonna have some serious health problems, if not disease labels like cancer, heart disease, immune system disorders, high blood pressure, MS, osteoarthritis, osteoporosis, diabetes, um, vitamin D prevents colorectal cancer, heart disease, and uh, type 2 diabetes. Also, low vitamin D levels are linked to poor liver and kidney function. Have I convinced you to take adequate level doses of Vitamin D, oh, fatty liver disease, that's another one. I would also tell the 47-year-old about epigenetics. 
It describes the way our lifestyle and environment influence our gene expression over time. It has radically altered people's, some people's preconceived views on the nature-nurture debate. This um, evolving science tells us that our gene expression is malleable, influenced by external stressors and lifestyle choices. And if you j just had a bout of um, very bad stress and maybe didn't take as many supplements as you usually take, it's probably a good idea if the stress has passed to take way more than you normally took so you can kind of um, catch up. Although, uh, the studies that I've read that people just take a little tiny bit and it really helps them. So um, I do trust my supplements for my body and for everyone else's too. Epigenetics demonstrates that although our genes themselves are fixed, our genetic expression is interconnected with a wide range of environmental factors. It is this expression, the switching off and on of genes that gets read by the cells in the body, which are have divine intelligence. So what we eat and drink and think and do switches off the bad genes and switches on the good genes. This has a huge impact on our health and well-being and on our brains. If we honor our bodies by choosing new healthy lifestyle habits, making changes, small even, to environment and routine, transform self-defeating attitudes, and declutter negative behaviors and people from our lives, we can set ourselves on the path to a brighter future by changing our very DNA as well as our brains. Um, the body has many cor correction mechanisms. Um, our bodies fix broken bones as good as new. If you cut your, your skin, your tissues, everything heals o over and you'll be okay. Uh, there may might be a scar, you can put silver gel on it. I was putting something in the oven more than two weeks ago, like two and a half weeks, two weeks and two days ago. And I um, accidentally touched my thumb skin on one of the, on the top rack. And I didn't think it was a very bad burn, but man, it went down a few layers. I immediately put silver gel on it. There's a tiny spot where the burn was, but it is completely healed. Um, <clears throat> everything you'll find will work as it did before. We can even grow new liver cells. And the, uh, the classic is that nobody ever thought we could grow new brain cells. Once you lost them, that was that. You just got older and more senile, or so they thought. 
Um, but the scientific world was dumbfounded when researchers actually caught brain cells red-handed in the very act of dividing and replenishing themselves. Of course, we are left with a simple but shocking truth. Nature can fix anything. There is nothing in our bodies that is not amenable to repair, healing, and restoration. Our bodies have brilliant divine intelligence. No doctor or chiropractor or naturopath or herbalist or anyone else really cures anything. Nature does that. All the successful healer can do is set the stage and allow this process to take place. So you can reason backwards and say with confidence that if healing isn't taking place, then something must be blocking the recovery process. It's been wisely said that our bodies are defended from sudden death every single day. Um, al along with all living creatures, we're endowed with a number of key regulatory mechanisms. You, you can only be amazed when you think about it because they rarely seem to break down. Um, every day, every minute, trouble is found it's, uh, and corrected and doesn't even bother us. We remain unaware of what's taking place. We feel okay. It's only when the defenses are overworked that we actually experience any health problems at all. By the time we are aware of a symptom, any symptom, the defenses have already broken down and matters might be a little serious. We have our skin to prevent dehydration and excrete toxins, our immune systems to pick off and destroy raiders, our kidneys to balance the um, internal acid alkaline regulation and also excrete toxins, the liver to denature toxic chemicals and render them harmless. The hormone glands are there to balance countless functions and make sure all works well. Uh, the nervous system is there so it can quickly react to any threat in our environment. Cardiovascular system, you know, I could go on. Let's just trust in our the divine intelligence in our bodies and be optimists. Optimists have healthier hearts. Um, Conversely, pessimism can kind of kill you. This was a study done at Carnegie Mellon University, and they kind of quantified um, optimism. They concluded that optimism might save your life, and a higher degree of optimism resulted in lower mortality risk. So instead of imagining all the bad things that can happen, just say that's, that's taken care of. Um, fine and then you can imagine how you want your life to go and that's how we attract that whatever it is we want um, a 33 year old newly diagnosed diabetic the doctor recommended the new drug Ozempic she said she researched it and found that it made people look old, even 30s and 40s year old people. And then they had to go get filler and 
Botox because they looked old. Um, I'd say that is one of the lesser nasty side effects. It's a bad one, but seriously, why would we want to do that? Um, plus, she doesn't need to lose weight. The doctor said, well, it helps people lose weight. She said, well, I don't really need to lose weight. Um, she just needs to change what she eats and add some supplements. And so we're, we're working on that. Uh, vitamin C reduces blood pressure, improves blood sugar levels. It's a potent natural antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and immune system booster. Thank, thankfully, a handful of forward-thinking doctors, early vitamin C pioneers such as Dr. Frederick Klenner, Linus Pauling, Dr. Matthias Rath, and Thomas Levy, who is a contemporary. He's a medical doctor and a JD. He knows the law. Um, anyway, they have long spoken out about the ability of vitamin C to treat and even reverse a host of serious conditions. In the 1940s, Dr. Klenner reported curing a variety of diseases, including polio and hepatitis with high dose vitamin C. Um, there was a study in 2019 that vitamin C can reduce blood sugar spikes by a substantial 36%. Um, this young woman ate um, blueberry pancakes out for breakfast one day and her blood sugar was 253 or something like that. So I'm pretty sure it's the level of toxins in her body or working to reduce the toxins and put in the good stuff. So take out the bad stuff, put in the good stuff. Vitamin C drastically lowers the risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Um, which is heart disease. So how much vitamin C do we need a day? The um, recommendations, the daily requirements, like they say 75 to 90 milligrams are enough to prevent vitamin C deficiency. Well, it's enough to prevent scurvy, I guess, but yeah, that's not, not enough. You can go anywhere from 5,000 to 30,000, um, even higher levels if you, if you want to. There's not, when people say, well, I eat an orange every day. Okay, maybe if they just picked the orange, it has more vitamin C in it, but definitely not enough. I'm going to say it's enough to prevent scurvy. Um, even if you're only in insulin resistant, your cells are malnourished. The best way to treat a disease is not to get it. And we are out of sugar reg at this time, but it will come back eventually, maybe the end of next month, I'm not sure. Uh, it's a beautiful formula, very unique. It helps maintain normal blood sugar levels. It has chromium and vanadium, the trace minerals that are essential for normal insulin functioning. Cinnamon, fenugreek, bitter melon, which significantly improves blood glucose tolerance. Gymnema, nopal, and banaba. 
Um, nopal is its prickly pear, and it's a superfood. Um, it's good for so many things in the body. It lowers blood sugar levels. It prevents ulcers. It supports the liver and pancreas. It um, cleanses the bladder and the lymphatic systems. It boosts the immune system. It fights viral infections. It helps with digestive issues and has anti-cancer benefits. Uh, resveratrol and grapeseed extract are really helpful. Grapeseed compounds cross the blood-brain barrier to improve brain health. And I talked a little bit about cinnamon earlier. It's a superfood that fights so many health problems. Um, it reverses cancer. It fights cavities and acts like a mouth freshener. It reduces blood sugar levels. It prevents cardiovascular disease. It functions as a brain energizer. It cures respiratory, respiratory system problems like chronic cough. Uh, also found to cure flu, influenza, sore throat, congestion. I don't know what the difference between flu and influenza are, but there you have it. It, it's antifungal, antibacterial, antiviral, antiparasitic, and antiseptic. It really helps stomach problems. Uh, by the way, if you wake up with a tummy ache in the morning, first thing I would do is go uh, get my silver gel tube and squeeze a dollop of silver gel in your mouth and swallow it. And then 20 minutes later, you may not have a tummy ache anymore. Uh, anyway, the our product that has cinnamon in it is called Cinnamon Balance. It also has nopal, fenugreek, astragalus, burdock, and dandelion. And uh, the one other thing she's taking, well, I mean, she's taking a lot of things in her program. But I, I am very confident we can reverse this uh, new diagnosis. Our modern food is contaminated with hazardous chemicals. We can't avoid them. Every time we eat, we expose ourselves to many of the dangerous compounds like persistent organic pollutants, which include pesticides like DDT and industrial chemicals and polychlorinated biphenyls, PCBs, and dioxins. They're forever chemicals. They like never go away. They're found in virtually all categories of foods. The last thing I would wanna do is eat baked goods from the grocery store, seriously. If you know the bakery is um, organic and doesn't use chemicals, maybe. Uh, but I don't trust them. I just trust what I make in my kitchen. Fruits, vegetables, uh, dairy products, definitely meat, poultry, lots of chemicals. It's not unusual to identify residues of five or more persistent organic pollutants in a single food item. 
The most common was DDT, even though this toxin has been banned in the United States since 1972. Over 50 years, it's a forever chemical. Even low levels of these pollutants are linked to serious health risks like cancer, learning disorders, impaired immune function, low sperm counts, endometriosis, fertility problems, diabetes. You may not be able to avoid these toxins in your food, but you can get rid of them out of your body. Uh, one way is Megacal. It's a chelation, an oral chelator. Another one is, um, is super algae that has blue-green algae. Blue-green algae is made up of unique amino acids. They create a type of cage around deadly toxins and carry them out of your body. Spirulina is a blue-green algae and the oldest food on earth. It's a powerful blood detoxifier. And chlorella is another form of algae. It connects to toxins in the gut and prevents them from being absorbed. And it sweeps chemicals right out of your body. So let's, um, let's do that. And finally, I have a quote from 1994, 29 years ago, that said, two elements characterize medicine in the United States today. The cost of healthcare continues to escalate and the health of Americans continues to deteriorate. If the two trends were to hold, a time can be foreseen when the nation's total resources will have to be committed to health care and everyone will be unwell. Uh, I'm going to say that I think we're there, except if you don't buy into that. So we know that damaged molecules, cells, and tissues are programmed to generate their own healing cues. Um, injured tissues heal with nutrients, not with drugs. Vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, and amino acids perform myriad metabolic functions in the body. How did it come to pass that all these nutrients were assigned metabolic roles to prevent only a few nutritional deficiency diseases? Um, yeah, people just kind of really don't know that. They are, uh, I guess, programmed to listen to television. I don't know. Um, why has the use of nutrients been neglected? American taxpayers have paid dearly for a huge body of research in nutrition. With rare exceptions, such studies clearly demonstrate the health benefits of nutrients. Um, I remember a woman who was sick for, I don't know, four or five months with pneumonia. She said it started with COVID. Um, she really could have avoided at avoided it with, you know, at the really very least, vitamin C, zinc, silver, elderberry, D3 fence. She said, "Why didn't anyone tell me that?" Uh, I hear that a lot. Um, the irreversibility of Chronic disease is the underlying premise of drug medicine in the United States. It's faulty logic. 
This assumption leads to the erroneous belief that chronic disease can only be managed by suppressing its symptoms with drugs. This assumption is not formally taught in medical school. I don't know about that, but rather it quickly grows in the minds of young physicians as they recognize that drugs and scalpels are the only tools of their trade and that only quacks talk about the regenerative capacity of the body and non-drug therapies to facilitate that process. I don't know, um, more and more people I'm talking to, talked with a woman yesterday who said, uh, I'm pretty sure they, the treatments are barbaric. I said, yeah, I've used that word. So let's just please stick with our supplements. And uh, please come to Herbs to Your Health. Thank you very much for listening. Bye.